She said it, recording in progress. Welcome to Conversations with Calvin. We the species, uh, and it's May 23rd, and this will probably be seen a little bit after Memorial Day. Uh, I'm with uh, a, a children's author and so much more, Casey Weishe, who wrote this. Uh, I'm the boss of me. We're going to talk a lot about this children's book. Uh, and, 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 and now this is my little, I have to call it, I always do, Johnny Carson monologue because I'm going to kind of say a few things. Firstly, uh, uh, I've never done commercials before, and, and I'm not about to now, other than uh, there's a little button uh, that says subscribe. Please subscribe to this channel uh, because it, it kind of helps us grow and, and gives us more viewers, and we're growing really nicely. So please subscribe. And, and it's funny. Casey and I just chatted for an hour. <laughs> before we went on air uh and 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 i just and the epiphany hit me that uh along with casey i met two other authors and not by design but by the place where we met and of course casey and i met a couple of weeks ago literally uh uh and um chemistry and 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 her journey and and that sparked and that's why we're here but in, in that same in that same mode place, uh, I met um, two other authors, and, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to show and hold up their book, and then we're going to bring on Casey. Um, that's what Johnny Carson always says, you know. So, but uh, that same group, this illustrious, amazing group of people that I met, uh, one was Donald James, uh, who was at NASA for 35 years and was number two in charge of education at NASA, who wrote a book about manners. I mean, and to me, this is, um, uh, this is essential reading for everybody under 30 and, and actually for everybody over 30. Um, and again, it came from the same group that I met Casey. And then I, I met uh, another fascinating person, Wajid Hassan. Uh, uh, who uh, has done it all from stand-up comedy uh, to healing and yoga. And, 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 and he wrote The Struggle for World Sanity. Um, actually, he's a Virginian. Oh, no, North Carolina. Sorry about that. Uh, and, and again, I, I met Rajid in the same place I met Casey. And, and um, one other thing before I forget, this I'm the boss of me. Uh, and and um, married now uh, a little under 44 years to a teacher uh, who taught fourth grade. And, and my wife gave one of the great rave reviews for this children's book. She loved it. And she's a tough cookie. <laughs> so uh, uh, now that I've set all this up, uh, let me bring on Casey. Uh, and, and, uh, and by the way, the, the title, uh, of this video, which you're going to see in the bottom, uh, is Casey Weishi, author, I'm the boss of me, the ITBOM IPBOM book series, mm -hmm. uh, children's book author, book author, and boss, mom, wife, friend, colleague, but most importantly, I'm the boss of me. And mm -hmm. that's what this is all about. So what a, a great place now to, to bring you on and, and do a little bio. And, and I, I love your bio because it includes one of my favorite movies. 
And that's all I'm going to say. I'm basically done. <laughs> Take it away, Casey. Well, thank you. Um, I, my name is Casey Weishi, and I am a mom. And um, I grew up in Northern Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. And I'm going to get right to the movie reference right at, from the get-go. I, uh, I graduated from a high school called T.C. Williams High School, which the film Remember the Titans is all about. And uh, we recently here in Alexandria, we just renamed the school, the Alexandria City High School. And we did that because the T.C. Williams, who the school was named after, was a segregationist, was a very avid segregationist. And the city of Alexandria decided it was time to take away naming um, the schools after segregationists. So they changed three school names. T.C. Williams was one of them. It's now the Alexandria City High School, but we're still the Titans. So you can still remember the right. Titans. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So um, that's where I graduated high school. And um, prior to that, though, I had grown up in, uh, in the privileged middle class of the Washington, D.C. suburbs. I went to a wonderful all-girls um, school where I learned, just had an amazing education there. And um, I still have so many dear, dear friends from, from that school. But I ended up graduating from T.C. Williams High School. And that was the first time in my life, truly, that I discovered diversity at, at T.C. Williams. And I'll have to, please forgive me, I am trying to call it Alexandria City High School. I will get into the habit of it, but uh, I, I I still sometimes call it TC. So at the Alexandria City High School, as a Titan, that's what I'll say. As a Titan, I learned diversity. We had something like 76 languages spoken wow. at that school. In Alexandria, we have one high school and it's a big city. Alexandria is a big suburb of Washington, DC. All the kids go to Alexandria City High School. Wow. So um, you had every walk of life there. You had uh, children that were raised in poverty to children that were very, very, very well off. And we all mixed and mingled. And it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. It, it taught me that diversity is important and is essential to growth. And um, so that's just, that's a little bit about, you know, where I'm from and who I am. Okay. I'm an Alexandrian who went to Alexandria City High School and um, and I'm the boss of me. Before we get into uh, I'm the boss of me, uh, um, you've done some really interesting things that <laughs> led you down uh, you know, the yellow brick road. Mm -hmm. um, if you can briefly touch on, uh, you know, I'm kind of a music person. You, you managed uh, a jazz band. I did. I managed a jazz band back in the 90s um, in New York City. I was living in New York City, and uh, I managed a band called the Flying Neutrinos. And we had, uh, our lead singer was called the Modern Day Billie Holiday. Wow. And we toured throughout the U.S. and through Europe. Um, signed a record deal, did, uh, was on a couple movie soundtracks, just, wow. yeah, had a, it was amazing. It was so much fun. I was, I, I never considered myself creative and I surrounded myself with all these amazing, creative, talented people. And um, it was a wonderful way to spend my twenties in New York city 
with musicians and yeah. and we toured with like porno for pyros and like crazy rock bands we'd open up for and and we were this we were this jazz band and it was my to this second my favorite musicians are all the guys from that group and and uh, again adding to your diversity you praise diamonds Yes, I, I also, uh, when I worked in a jewelry store, I used to appraise diamonds. Um, I also, I was a defense contractor for a while and I edited tech manuals for Apache helicopters. Not exactly, <laughs> there's no straight line into the things I've done. Wow. Um, I've worked for the American Heart Association. I've uh, worked for the Smithsonian. I, I got into kind of a, a little career path of uh, very large scale events, like million people plus, uh, planning those at the Smithsonian. Um, in New York City, I was um, part of uh, a small part of a team of the New York International Fringe Festival, which was the largest performing arts festival in the Americas. Does a lot of off-Broadway theater. Um, uh, out in Seattle, I did uh, the the uh, American Heart Association, it was the largest heart walk in America for three years in a row. Um, just all kinds of things. When I was at the Smithsonian, we did the dedication of the National Museum of the American Indian, NMAI. We did the World War II Memorial dedication. Um, we did the uh, Smithsonian Folklife Festival. So yeah, I've done a lot of really cool stuff. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you really have. Finally, before we jump into uh, I'm the Boss of Me, um, you, you, there were some health things that you championed uh, breast cancer. Yes, I am. I have been no evidence of disease for almost two years now. Um, we discovered breast cancer back in 2000. And, well, we discovered just a lump in 2018 in November. Um, by 2019, April, we found out that it was in fact cancer. And I kind of fast-tracked things and decided on a double mastectomy straight to implant, which was a wonderful way for me to deal with the disease. And um, I have been no evidence of disease since that June 18th great. surgery. And uh, I don't plan on it coming back anytime That's soon. That's great. Yeah. So all these little things that we talked about uh, it's like a stew um, <laughs> throw elements into a stew and, mm -hmm. and when the stew simmers and cooks and mm -hmm. suddenly it's ready and and this is the perfect stew segue to talking about um the boss of me and um what are the origins i mean this this was not you know, uh, things growing up, this was not there. So why don't you, uh, let's talk about the origins of I'm the Boss of Me. Sure. Uh, so what it is, I'm the Boss of Me started uh, about 13 years ago when my then seven-year-old son came home from school again for the umpteenth time with a letter from the teacher saying, can you please tell your son not to call me a liar in front of the whole class? Mm. And, uh, and what had happened was uh, in this particular incident, um, he had 
the teacher had said, we're going to take you out to recess at 10 o'clock. And Owen is sitting there staring at the clock. At 10.03, he raises his hand. Teacher calls on him. And he says, you're a liar. What? You're a liar. You said we were going out to recess at 10 o'clock. It's 10.03. So, you know, as a seven-year-old, this is a very, very important lie that this teacher told. <laughs> this is this is devastating. They're three minutes late to recess, but um, it you know we I would sit back and I would try and reason with them about what the gray area is in things. And yes, sometimes people run late and things like that. On this day, I just kind of I had had a bad day at work, and I looked at him when I got home, and and he got home, and we he I got the letter from the teacher, and I just said, "Honey, why do you keep doing this?" And he said. Mommy, I can't help it. It's not me. My mouth made me do it. And I went, you need to be a better boss of your mouth. Wow. And then I stopped and I realized I wasn't teaching him that he was responsible for his actions. He wasn't getting that piece of personal accountability. So I ran into the study. I said, come here. We got out pieces of paper and I wrote at the top of them. I wrote like hands eyes, mouth, ears, everything, you know, body parts. And I asked him to draw a picture of each body part. So, you know, he has a little seven-year-old drawing his little picture of his hand. Um, his picture of the brain, I love. He did it in red. And it's just, I still have this exact, all sure. his drawings and everything. So we talked about how, uh, what all those body parts should do. So like hands can hold something carefully, they can clap, you can shake hands. You know, those are things hands should do. We wrote those all down on the papers. Then we talked about what they shouldn't do. They shouldn't hit, they shouldn't uh, slam things, you know, just things, you know, but we didn't write that down on paper. I wanted all the positive stuff on paper. So we did that with eyes, ears, nose, throat. The one I was trying to get to, the whole, you know, reason we were doing this exercise was the mouth. So I said, you know, well, what should your mouth do? And we came up with the mouth should say nice words in a friendly voice. It should eat vegetables and it should stay shut <laughs> on certain occasions. That was my, that was what I thought my messaging was going to be to him and personal accountability and stuff. We gathered all those papers up. We stapled them together and we kind of put it away and uh, it, change didn't happen overnight. He did not immediately become a great boss of himself, but that exercise that we did opened up conversations. So when I get a note home from the teacher about him not standing in line or, you know, doing stuff, I would say, honey, were you a good boss of your feet? And he's like, no, I wasn't a good boss of my feet. And he was learning that it was up to him. It wasn't somebody else doing it. He would say, well, so-and-so did this. I'm like, I don't care. You are the boss of your feet. That's what needs to, you need to focus on what you are the boss of, what you are accountable for. And um, over, you know, 13 years of, of drilling that into his head and, and drilling it into my head. Like sitting back, I've sat back at different times and been like, oh, I wasn't a good boss of me right there. <laughs> that was bad boss behavior on my part. But, you know, over 13 years, he's 20 now in college. Wow. He has a full academic scholarship. 
Wow. He um, he's the boss of him and his college career, and he's making big boy decisions. And he'll be furious that I said it that way. <laughs> so over over the course of several years, it's become a wonderful tool to to enable him yeah. to be the best possible him. That's just great. It really is great to see, you know, the 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 eight years of growth mm-hmm. to go from that to to you know to scholarships uh, yeah. in college. That's just a great and to keep on tracking him and um, yeah, I, I I've learned um, as a parent. Um, uh, a great lesson. It's funny. My wife and I were talking about it yesterday, uh, hanging out with my son uh, and daughter-in-law and family. It's, uh, but uh, um, the input equals output. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just kind of making that up, but I don't think I made it up. But what you put in, you get out. In uh, everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about now um the three um the three main themes of this mm-hmm. of the boss of me so there are three themes to this if you could elaborate sure so it's what you just showed was just a little board book it's only 13 pages long yeah and um you can you know if you I'm flip- just gonna flip up you know I might yeah. as well do that yeah uh just kind of flipping a little bit. Um, the artwork is great. You'll talk about that artwork soon mm-hmm. enough. The yeah. artwork is is wonderful. Um, yeah, I have an amazing artist. Yes, you do. Um, and I'm literally showing uh, basically a big chunk of the book. Um, yeah. Uh, um, really, by the way, you know, if you study it, really study and go introspective on it. Uh, uh, it's brilliant. It, well, and I'd love to say that that was my goal the entire time. But again, it really goes back to I was just trying to help my son control his mouth. <laughs> and but in the process of all that, um, what ended up happening was these three themes emerged. And the first one was personal accountability and responsibility for one's actions. And that's what I was trying to teach him back when he was seven. You know, you're in charge of your mouth, you're in charge of your hands, you're in charge of your feet. Um, That's the one I really was, you know, that's what I was all jazzed up about. I'm going to write a book about this. And I thought that was going to be fantastic. And, and, and I'm thrilled and, and I did it. The next part was also deliberate. I really wanted diversity. I wanted diversity and inclusiveness. I wanted any child to look at this book and see themselves and say, oh, look, that looks like me. Hey, I can be a boss of me. And I have things in there. I have as many different skin tones as you can have on 13 pages. I have, um, you know, I have a, a person in a wheelchair. I have somebody with glasses. There are braces in the book. A little girl with a bindi. Like I want as many people to sit back and say, oh, yes, I kind of look like that. I can be a boss of me. So it's not just diversity. It's inclusiveness. It's really sitting back and including as many people as possible. And then the third part, which was totally accidental, um, 
that I didn't realize I was writing at the time. But every single teacher, child psychologist, childhood specialist um, are saying this book is so important for a child's body autonomy and body safety. When they say things like, I'm the boss of my body and you can't touch me, that is a huge safety issue for children. And um, I didn't realize it when I was writing it, but it's kind of that third unintended fantasticness that um, I'm thrilled with. I just, I, like I said, I would love to say I planned it all out this way, but I didn't. I, I just wrote it. I had an amazing illustrator and all of a sudden, people are telling me this is the book that every child needs to have for those three reasons. Well, you just said illustrator. How about saying a few words about your illustrator? Oh, sure. So um, my illustrator is Oscar Stashwick. He's amazing. You can see the, the pictures. He makes my words come alive. I send him the words and I don't even say, hey, do this or do that. I did say like put an animal in each corner and put a number in the top because I'd love for, you know, just a little kids love to have animals in the corner um, and we can teach counting. He would send things back. And it would, I mean, I would tear up. I'm like, you understand what I'm trying to do. And I'd only have to do like a little tweak, like, hey, um, switch page 18 with page 19 or, or put the turtle on that page or, you know, just little things like that. He just is amazingly talented. And I found that one of the hardest things you can do when you write a book is finding an illustrator. It's next to impossible. Mm. You, you just, you can try. I, I went through a bunch of different um, great artists, but they weren't right for the book. Um, I know Oscar's dad. We used to pal around in New York City. Um, he he was good friends with the band. Actually, he was an act. Funny. He is an actor. That's funny. Um, and so he had posted when Oscar graduated from film school. He posted on Facebook. All right, my son just graduated. Someone hire him. So I was like, all right, I'll try. And I reached out and I was like, Oscar, do you want to do this? Send him some stuff. It came back. We've been working together ever since. And he's actually, he's doing his passion right now. His passion is animation. And I want to tell everyone to hire him, but to leave me the weekend so that he can still, you know, illustrate my books. <laughs> but he's, he's actually illustrating or he's animating right now with a, a group called Renegade, I think Renegade Animation, Renegade Films, but he's doing his passion, which that I think is amazing. Being able to do what you love to do. Uh, it sure is. Yeah, sometimes he's it, great. Sometimes it takes a long time to find that passion. Um, you know, for me, it was like half century. Um, That's me. This children's book. I'm in my 50s. Yeah. And, and here I am. And it's it's my favorite thing in the whole world. I could talk about it forever. It's like, who knew what was inside you? Mm-hmm. That this was inside you. And it was Owen being mouthy that began, <laughs> that began the journey. Or, Mm-hmm. I mean, life is so funny that way. I don't want to get heavy. Um, so um, th- there's a, a bunch of different ways that this book um, can empower children and adults. Talk about I love I love the word empower. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, I love it. I love it too, because what this book does is when you become the boss of yourself, you have the total responsibility for every single, um, every single win and every single loss in your life. And when you win, you know, it's you who did it. When you lose, that is an amazing opportunity to learn, to sit back and take, take responsibility for that and say, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that to so-and-so in that way. Let me learn from that so that I win the next time. If, if you are afraid of failure or you don't believe you can fail, you're never going to truly succeed. So um, I've failed a bazillion times. Just ask my son. <laughs> but I it just truly in life, I've had, you know, downs, I've had ups, I've had everything. And when I looked at everything, like it was a lesson for me to learn, and I was no longer afraid of being wrong. That's when I realized, wow, I, I'm the boss of me. I'm doing things. I'm learning from my mistakes. And once I learn from my mistakes, I don't do them again. So I get to go on to whatever the next lesson is to learn. And you get this empowered feeling as an adult of being the boss of yourself, being the boss of your wins. So if we can teach children this at a very young age and let them have it as they're growing, like this book is technically a board book. So the age of zero where they can just chew on it. <laughs> it's all, it's safe dye and everything. I made sure of that. <laughs> wow. You yeah, it's, it's made in the USA. Uh, the dye is, has been tested. It is not harmful. Um, like I've, I wanted, I wanted this to get into hands as early as possible. So these are things that I felt were important, you know? Um, so when you have a child that's opening a book and their lesson is not I'm bossy, that's not the lesson at all, but I'm the boss of me. I can learn. I can do, you know, one of the best things, there are two things that all kids say. The first one is you're not the boss of me. <laughs> they say that to anyone they can, whenever they can. But then the other thing that they say, and they say it with joy, they go, I did it. So when they can say I did it and they were the boss of themselves doing it, that just teaches self-esteem. That just teaches amazing personal ability that they'll be able to take into their life and be the best possible them. And I think that's our role as parents. So much, so much beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, 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 as you open the book, there's so much uh, involved. There's a, I, I think there's a great success story you also mentioned uh, to me about an educator, um, Dr. Um, Parks. Oh, Amy Parks, Dr. Yeah, Amy. what she did, uh, she's an educator, preschool and early childhood. And what she did with what she did with this, um, what, 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 what did she do with this? So she's, she's a child psychologist. She has three practices and she's teamed together with a group called All Ages Read Together. And when I say she's, she's uh, partnered with them, what she did was she read my book and said, I need as many of these as possible. And she bought 120 copies and she distributed them to all of the, all the ages, all ages read together 
preschoolpeopleswithdownsyndrome.org. Um, and um, she wanted to make sure that all the preschools had them. They have something like 20 preschools here in the Northern Virginia, Washington, DC area. And just, just last week, um, she read at two of the different preschool graduations. I'm reading at a bunch of them this upcoming week. And uh, what she did was she bought 120 copies and made sure every preschooler graduate went home with one. Wow. And that the parents get to read them to the kids. The kids get to take the book home, take the lesson home. And what's neat is we're getting feedback from the parents that are reading these to their kids. And the parents are saying, you know, I, I, uh, this is a great book. I kind of need to be the boss of me in this area. Or, you know, one of the ones somebody said, yeah, I think I need to be the boss of me with this pandemic 20 that I've put on. I need to be a better boss of what I'm eating. I need to be a better boss of getting to the gym. And it's just interesting how quickly people are able to take that and take ownership of yeah. it yeah. And, and use it in their own lives. So it's their children are teaching them. And while they're teaching their children, I, I just, another completely unintended consequence that I'm thrilled with. So that's part of a, a like, a, a, what you're seeing now is part of uh, your vision, your dream of yeah. where this book and finds its place. Um, so it's part of a dream that you're beginning to see uh, take place. Um, you have uh, you have um, visions uh, of a series, mm -hmm. uh, ITBOM, ITBOM, right? ITBOM. Mm -hmm. ITBOM. So, uh, what are some of your, uh, if you're allowed to say it, what are yeah. some of your visions of ITBOM? So, um, Oscar and I have three books in the process right now, and so what you have right there in front of you is the ITBOM board book, the thirteen okay. pages. That one. The next one is um, 29 pages. It's a continuation of that book. And it's a paper book, just like, you know, a normal paper book. So you wouldn't necessarily want a young child to have it because they might get a paper cut as they're chewing on it. Um, but it goes on and continues the, the series. Um, you know, it says, I can read, I can learn, I can wait for my turn. I can sit and be still, I can run up a hill. Um, I, it, it just has all these other messages of what children can do and how they can be great bosses of themselves doing it. I have, um, and there's even more diversity in there that I'm thrilled about. I have um, American Indian children building blocks because wow. they, they built the nation truly, you know, before we ever got here, they were here building this beautiful country. And um, so they're building blocks and they have an American Eagle down in the corner because the Eagle is a really amazing, um, is, is just one of their biggest symbols of nature and a very spiritual symbol for them. So I have things like that in there that I'm excited about. We're doing uh, the I'm the boss of me and my animal ABCs. And I'm almost done with it, but I'm having a hard time finding an animal that starts with X that rhymes with anything. So if anybody knows of an X animal that, you know, just shoot them to me and I'll see if they rhyme. Right. <laughs> It's been quite the, quite the thing. And I'm doing different languages. I'm looking in French and, well, and German and Russian. Wow. But the thing that's really exciting to me, so that's that. 
the thing that's really exciting to me is I'm partnering with a group called the um, Child Rescue Coalition. And they're talking about writing, I'm the boss of me and my internet safety. And their one and only goal, they're a nonprofit, and their one and only goal is to get child pornography, which they call child sexual abuse material, um, off the internet. It's all they want to do. And they're, they're doing it. So um, I've reached out to them saying, hey, is there any, since this book is supposed to be so great about helping children, you know, not be abused, can you use it in any way, shape or form? And uh, we're, I'm donating books to them so that they can give it to children. They have this great teddy bear and blankets program. They're going to include my books for the children. Um, but they're also wanting to uh, talk about writing. I'm the boss of me and my internet safety or my online presence and how to be safe on the internet when you're a kid. So that's, we've now gone out of, um, you know, the preschool and, you know, younger ages, we're moving into middle school. I want to start writing things like I'm the boss of me and my homework. Like, I wish I had had that when I was in high school. <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been a fantastic book for me personally. And then I want to go up to adults and write like I'm the boss of me and my car. Just imagine when you get a new car. So when I was a kid, we could still play underneath the hoods of cars, flip the carburetor if it was cold outside and it was stuck. You know, we kind of knew how to do those things. Now we, we just drive off the lot and we don't really truly know we're not taught what to do with cars. So maybe partnering with a, a major auto company and having them write that and put it in the glove box of every one of their new cars that goes off an assembly line one year. Um, that would be fantastic. That would be a dream come true. But I really wanna grow the series over lots of books, uh, 30, 40, 50 books of what you can be the boss of, because there, there's you can be the boss of everything. So it that's, yeah. It I'm the boss of me be. and my friendships, things like that. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Um, you, you, uh, uh, with this, uh, folks should know that you, you took this, uh, on a very special journey with a whole bunch of different mechanisms, but <laughs> this is a byproduct of, of self-publishing. Yes. So um, I, I am self-published. I, um, I don't have a publishing company. I, looked into it and I had people in the industry that were like, yeah, that looks like a great book. We'll be able to get it into production. Um, we'll probably be able to publish it in about two years, you know, even if we jump it to the front of the line. And I was like, that seems like a really long time. And I understand it because they have schedules and they have people yeah. that came before me and stuff. And I decided I was going to publish it myself. And uh, I'm very fortunate that my son who is the original I'm the boss of me kid um, through all the years of um, our, my parenting, his childhooding, all the things that we've done together as a family, but mainly from him, he ended up with a full academic scholarship to the number seven public university in our country. Now I had been saving up money to pay for college and suddenly I didn't need to pay for the academic parts. So I talked to him and I was like, hey, Owen, I'm going to do this. My husband said, you know, when I recovered from, so let me step back. When I recovered from breast cancer, my husband said, 
you don't need to work. You need to recover. You need to do something that's going to bring you joy. What is something you want to do? And I just kind of sheepishly said, hey, I'd really like to get, I'm the boss of me. I'd like to do that. And so he's like, absolutely. So then um, I started looking into it and I looked at things like print on demand and trying to find artists and all the various different things you can do. And um, I realized it was going to be the way I needed to have it done. It was going to be more expensive than like I wanted to pay Oscar. You know, he's a professional. Artists are professionals. And he I didn't want him to give me illustrations on spec. I wanted to pay him for his illustrations. And if they worked great, if they didn't, that's fine. I'd find another illustrator I'd pay for. I wanted to treat everyone like they were full professionals as if they were working for a publishing company. So part of that was because the first one was gonna be a board book, I had to find a printer. Well, there's only one printing company in the entire United States that does board books. And so I had to track them down. I was on writer's forums. I was all over the, trying to figure out, you know, hey, does anyone know where I can get a board book printed? Because you can't do print on demand board books. None of the, pub, none, of the um, none of the big print on demand companies do that. They just, they don't, they're not set up for it. So I found them. They told me how much it was going to be. Um, I was paying Oscar. I said to my son, I was like, hey, we need to talk. And he said, what? And I said, remember how um, you are, have a full scholarship for academics and um, I'm gonna take that money that I was saving for you and I'm gonna plug it into the book. And he was like, or you could buy me a car. I'm like, you're a freshman. <laughs> said, nope, not happening. And he said, no, no, go ahead and do it. So I got the full blessing of my son to um, take the money that, and I didn't use all the money, but to take the money that I was saving for him for college and use it to make my dream come true. And um, it's happening, it's working and people are loving it. And it kind of makes me laugh a little bit because to me, this is just a little book about me and my son and him talking back to teachers. And there are just so many people that are saying it's so much more and it means so much and so many different things to different people that, um, that it just, it warms my heart. And my son's very proud. And you know this as a parent, if you can make your kids proud, no. you've done something really good. Correct. Yeah. Correct. What a, what a journey. Uh, what a, you know, um, what a journey you've been on in mm -hmm. all the different parts, the working parts, as I've listened and read about you and, and now seeing this and it, 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 um, in, in, in my very, uh, um, this is not my field, but, uh, th this could very well become kind of SOP standard operating procedure. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it could become that kind of a standard. Uh, and, and uh, I mean, I, I marvel uh, at this. And like I said, my wife marveled uh, at it. Finally, uh, the, the, the last question uh, for you to was where and where, where, where are the places folks can get this uh, book? Oh, sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. 
please run by it. Please go buy some for preschools if you don't have children and, and drop them off at the preschools. Put a little sticker on there saying it was donated by you. Uh, whatever you want to sure. do, let's get it in the hands of people. I have a sponsor preschool program on my website. So the first place you can go is to the website, which is www.imthebossofme.com. And there are other places. I'm in a couple of bookstores. I'm in Wellesley Books up in Wellesley, Massachusetts. Okay. I just got into dog-eared books in Ames, Iowa. Okay. I'm in Iowa too. I'm also in uh, Whistle Stop Toy and Hobby in Alexandria, Virginia. They're my exclusive carrier here in uh, the Washington, D.C. area. Um, but those are the best places. Uh, those are the in-person bookstores. And basically the website. I mean, the web yeah, the website, website is the best place to okay. go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Casey, uh, a few weeks ago, I didn't know you. I know. And now uh, we've spent so much time now and, and before and before mm -hmm. that. And, and I'm just so thrilled uh, having met you and, and, and being a witness to this uh, and, and, my small way to kind of promulgate uh, the work you've done and what you've done, where you're going. So uh, uh, I'm officially inviting you to come back anytime we talk about that. I'd love to. Uh, and having spent this time with you was really very moving for me. Oh, thank you. Really. Uh, and, and I thank you so much for sharing um, part of your Sunday. This is a Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, and it's beautiful outside and we're here uh, chatting and, and I think it's great and I can't thank you enough and I only wish you so much success with this and, and it's kind of like uh, uh, jumping ahead of a couple of years uh, I, I want to be able to say well I, I interviewed her well you know what you're going to say you're going to say that's well, my friend Casey yes and, and she, she I gave her her start that's it. You're going well, to. Well, I, 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 I would love to say that, uh, mm -hmm. and and that that would be a kind of a dream for me. That would be great. So thank you so much again. Only good things, thank and you. come back. Oh, thank I will. I get the other books coming out probably in July, so I might see you in July. <laughs> By the way, let's do it. Sounds good. Thank you so much, thank Calvin. You, I appreciate it. Okay. Bye.